Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. There's no one better to be than myself. There's no one better to be than myself. Today is going to be an amazing day. Today's going to be an amazing day. It's Saturday morning. What's on your to-do list this weekend? Seems like a horrendously heavy tweaking project. Whatever it is, you can do it. So talk me into it or talk me out of it. Hey. Be great. Hey. It's okay to make a mistake. And if you need a little motivation, Lou is here to help. Sometimes you make a mistake and it's harder to fix. Oh, 100%. And he's taking your calls live right now. Wait, are you talking about my life or are you just talking about this door? And right here on House Smarts Radio. I'm going to go out on a limb that there is no other home improvement show in America on the radio right now playing Eminem. Right? You think you think that's a fair uh, thing? Yeah, I, I do. I think it's fair. You also play some Snoop Dogg. I was going to say, and Snoop Dogg, too. Hip. Snoop Dogg, right, and Eminem. And, you know, Lindsay, you're very creative. and I, I'm in you, a rap mood. You were obviously in a rap mood, and she made me uh, smile when I got new rejoins and uh, and that open. I'm like, where is she going with this amazing day thing? And then all of a sudden, the Eminem comes in. So That's some for, fantastic for, medley. For, <laughs> Right, it was. Well, she just sits in her. Half. She just sits in her little studio under the stairs, like oh Harry Potter. God. The lab I to myself. <laughs> the I have lab. the best time in here. <laughs> the lab, <laughs> right? She just. She says that it's very hot in the lab. <laughs> I got For a fan. Sure. Right, right. Although her husband keeps the place so cold that you could hang meat, but evidently there's not a <laughs> vent in the in the lab. Thanks. Right? Good morning, everybody. Speaking of heat, there's a lot of hot, sweaty Lollapalooza people waking up. Indeed. Good morning. Yeah. Or just going to bed. <laughs> or just yeah, going to bed. That's true. I was talking to Bob Ferguson before the show, and he, he you know told me about some fence jumping you know issue that I was like, did they still jump the fence? And uh, then he said that, how come we don't hear anymore about the burying of the booze in the ground? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember that? That's totally. Right. Totally. That, you know, those... No. Oh, yeah. So what the kids would do is they'd go down to Grant Park, you know, like <gasps> a month before Lollapalooza. What? With a little, you know, like, oh, I'm just planting some tulips, and they would dig <laughs> a hole and bury their bottle of vodka. Right, so and, smart. Right, I mean, it's really genius. You're like, adult. you know what, kid, you're going. Yeah, we're gonna. You're that is smart thinking right there. It's you an know, adult you, time capsule. You know? Right, you have a problem, and now you're going to solve it. You're a solving. You're a problem solver. You're hired. <laughs> yes. Right, that's what we need in the world. It's creative. Yeah, it's a solution. Oh, I've never heard that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you haven't. I, I wonder if it's like cyclical. Like if it was a group of kids have figured it out and then it kind of went away and now I just, you know, some kid's half asleep going, some old guy that was just playing Eminem just tell me I should bury the booze. <laughs> you missed it. You missed it, kid. It was supposed to be done earlier. Uh huh. That's so funny. Oh my God, that's funny. Everybody's good? Everybody's oh yeah. Good. yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Wonderful. I got a funny little Cubs thing. Uh, so I don't uh, get, get to many Cubs games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was, uh, what What night was it, Andy, that they won 20 to 9? Was that Tuesday, was Wednesday? Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday night. Yeah. So we have some very dear friends of ours, Joe and Sandra, who said, hey, we've got tickets to the Cubs game. You want to come with us? I'm like, sure. And they're, they're season ticket holders. And they, they have some deal. I'm not quite sure how it works, but it seems like it's a group, and they have varied seats in the park. Hmm. 
right? Okay. So, and however, you know how a lot of people, when you do a group ticket thing, they um, they do like a lottery, and you get this seats for this game or whatever it was. As an aside, I mentioned this to my friend Joe. When WGN used to carry the Cubs, I mean, Andy, you mm-hmm. were with the Cubs and working with Ron and Pat, and I believe the number was WGN Radio had something like 80 seats at Wrigley Field. Sounds about right. Man. I mean, all over, all the, over park. the place. Yeah, and you know, you were sometimes lucky enough to get these really amazing seats. So we go to the game. We uh, we're walking to our seats. These four seats are right behind the Cubs deck out. Oh wow, nice. I mean, there we're se- seated, and there's the dugout, and there we sit down. There's David Ross just kind of waiting. You know, we were there. I don't know, fifteen minutes before the game started, and my friend Joe's talking to the skipper. Hey, you looking good? Yeah, how you doing? You know, and he's just like chit-chatting with us, right? So then all the players come out. Lindsay and and I don't want to be so uh uh and Andy and and Don. Yes. They're all a bunch of handsome young men. I yes, indeed. I mean, there's this one guy who I never even heard of. Dansby? Yeah, Dansby Swanson oh, yeah. is the big guy. The uh, head of hair on that kid. He's got some flow, yes. Holy smoke. I was like, if I could reach through the net, I go, I want to run my fingers through your hair. <laughs> it was that nice. And color. And we're commenting, we're commenting how, how handsome all these young men are. And <laughs> my wife goes, oh my gosh. She goes, had I known we were sitting here, I would have worn a cuter outfit. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so It great, was though. so funny. And then they, you know crushed them yeah. it was unbelievable yeah, it was crazy then, then it was such run. a fun night and uh oh my god the seats were just amazing that's beautiful i mean amazing and we were guests it was even better <laughs> heck so yeah man. yeah that's, that's wonderful look at the head of hair on that kid yeah i mean <laughs> it's really nice yeah he's a franchiser he's the face yeah. of that right now seven so years like... 177 million so mm-hmm. yeah well, he's got some good hair product, let me tell you. <laughs> he can afford it. The best. <laughs> yeah, boy, I tell you, that was something. All right, 857-5574-LOU, 857-557-4568 is our phone number. House Smarts Radio. Uh, all you got to do is pick up the phone and give us a call. But remember, in the beginning, we pick up the phone and we call you. We'll post uh, on my Facebook page or Instagram that you can be our first caller, and then we'll send you out a House Smarts Radio pin. And uh, so we spin the big wheel this morning. See, we're going to contact first. But again, you can call us at 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. All right, let's go to uh, Huntley. This morning is John in Huntley, Illinois. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning, Lou. How may I help you, sir? My daughter in West Chicago has a problem with chipmunks. Mm. They're calling under her patio, burring under the window wells for the basement, making a big mess. And she'd like to get rid of them, short of having to kill the little creatures because they're so cute. <laughs> Yeah, they are cute. Uh, I just did a segment on uh, TV on Friday about rodents, and I gave people options. One is if you want to kill them, and two is if you want to repel them. You, sir, and your daughter, um, tell her to go buy not one, but two of a product called the Bonide Sonic Spike. 
Fawn-eyed Sonic Spike. Yeah, they make two versions of it. One you put batteries in, and one is solar-powered. The solar-powered one obviously costs a little more money. But you make a hole in the ground with a broomstick where the chipmunks are, and you shove this thing in there, and it makes a chattering sound under the ground like a rodent in distress. And and within within about a couple of days, you will see that they'll go somewhere else. And it works in kind of a 30-foot area, but if, if you've got a big infestation of... Um, chipmunks it's a good idea to use more than one of these things and kind of spread them out so don't put them right next to each other but maybe they're you know 10 or 20 feet apart sounds like a good solution so 10 or 20 feet apart and that should get rid of our chipmunk bodies it should within a couple of days you should see things improving for sure and you didn't you didn't didn't bonide sonic like Sonic, the restaurant that you can that I've n- never been to, just in case my wife is listening, <laughs> I've never been there. Uh, and Spike, like a nail, like a rail spike. Gotcha. All Got right, it. sir. Thank you. Thanks, John. We'll give it a shot. You, thank you. I appreciate you being our first caller this morning on House Smarts Radio eight five seven five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. He's smooth. Well, you know, I'm shy. I don't like yeah, to talk. He's got a way with his words. When you open it back up again, that hot, moist air may bring it back again. Ugh, not that one. He's Lou Manfredini. It's like those favorite pair of jeans that you put on and they feel right until after you eat too much and you're like, hmm, these are not my favorite jeans anymore. Couldn't have said it better myself. But I'm saying it better. Now back to House Smarts Radio. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back. In other words, 857-557-4LOOM. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. In other words, this is uh, Ross baby in Buffalo Grove. Me. Hey, Ross, good morning. Hi, Lou, how are you? I'm doing well. Um, so I- I've had, like, um, I did my due diligence and had, like, three people come out to give me estimates on um, insulation and ductwork in my attic, and I've had, like, three completely different answers on everything. Okay. So I sort of need you to, to break the tie on things. Okay. Um, I I have, like, um, lower ductwork in in the attic. Some people say that it, they should be insulated, the ductwork, and others say just put the um, insulation right over it. When you say lower ductwork, you mean you have ductwork in between the ceiling joists? It, it, it lays on top of it. Okay, and when I look at that ductwork, it's just metal. Correct. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. And so you, and, and currently, you have some insulation in the attic or very little? Very little. There's like four inches. Okay, and then and they want to, you know, and you're gonna it. you're gonna add insulation to basically go over the top of that ductwork. Correct. It's going to be like eighteen to twenty inches or okay. something. So like that. So we're just going to go right over the top of that, and that's it. You don't need to pre. Correct. You and don't. Look- you don't need to pre. So they they make ductwork insulation that's like a uh, aluminum looking. 
you know, thin, uh, you know, it's not it's not styrofoam, but it's like that. And they can cut that and stick it to the ductwork. The thing is, the R value isn't it's not terrific. And it's one other step and one more thing you're going to play uh, pay for. If you just put another six inches of insulation over the top of that and along the sides, that'll do the trick. Okay, so we'll just do that, and then they're just they're just and also the um, uh, over the garage we don't have any heating or cooling system above there. Some people say it has to be done. Others say. That's a waste of money to go over the attic with over the garage with insulation. So up over the attic, what room is that? Is uh, it, is oh, it, the it, attic is the whole the whole house. Oh, by, so it's by not, the garage section. Okay, okay, so it's not it's not a living space over the garage. It's just attic. No, no, no. There's no there's no upstairs. It's a uh, okay. A ranch. And when you're in that attic, is there a wall? Is there a firewall that is between the garage and the rest of the attic of the house? No, there is not. Okay, so when it, I'm it's completely open. So when I'm in the attic, I can see into the garage. In the attic space. Correct. Um there's no reason to insulate over the garage, but what I would do is I would, when they pour the insulation, I would spill over a little bit into that area, kind of to buffer that space with the rest of the space. You know, the whole idea about adding attic insulation is it's like a blanket where all your heat below as it rises is going to hit the drywall and then it's going to be insulated and we're going to keep more of that heat that you're paying for in your living space. Now, we're not paying for any heat um, in the garage, and while you will lose a little bit, you know, it'll just permeate up through there, the idea is that the temperature above the insulation in the attic, if it's well ventilated, should be as close as possible to whatever the outside temperature is. So since the garage is open and closed and we don't, we're not insulating it, when they go to insulate it, if there's no natural break between the house and the garage, ask them to spill over some of that insulation just to buffer that space a little bit, and then I think you're good. Okay, that makes sense. Um, and even if we have, even if we have damming, like in the winter time, we usually have damming on the roof, and it's always in the the garage area. Will that make a difference at all? Well, and <clears throat> in a situation like that, if there's ice damming. Um, that could, I mean, to me, that problem is by code, there should be a firewall that goes, that separates that garage and that attic space. So if I was up in that attic space, drywall should go all the way up to the underside of that roof. I don't know. How old is this house? Um, in 1971, it was built. Okay. Well, that code, they didn't have that code then. Let's do this. If you're having an ice dam issue, insulate the garage. Okay. Part of what's happening there is you're losing heat because you don't have a lot of insulation now, and it's probably just gravitating to the garage. And so even though you still lose a little bit of heat, um, I think just by adding the insulation in the main part of the house will solve that problem too. But to do the garage area is probably not going to add a ton of cost. So just for an insurance policy, I would do that. 
and I think you'll uh, you'll have good success, and you'll be a lot warmer and save money this winter for sure. Thanks so much for the phone call. Let's go to the WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen. You're tuned in to House Smarts Radio. I splashed some of that hot wax melt on my wallpaper. Nobody's perfect. I thought everything is sealed, but I can hear a raccoon in the attic. We all make mistakes. Ironically, your entire show, I feel is like I'm living it. Some more than others. I didn't do the 100% silicone, and I'm peeling it off and replacing it right now. But that's okay, because it's Saturday morning. I called you a few years ago because my dog decided he wanted to play with the skunk at 2 in the morning. And Lou is taking your calls live. And then, uh, now. I have a really sweaty toilet. Right here on House Smarts Radio. This is why we can't have nice things. Because you break them, I had to take them away. This is why we can't have nice. Taylor Swift, you didn't get a bonus uh, at all, did you, for her tour? Did you get a bonus for going to her tour? Bonus? Yeah, did you hear she gave her truck drivers? And everybody, uh, like, she paid out $55 million in bonuses. I mean, can she do any wrong? Well, I mean, what's interesting is that uh, I did hear that the tour made a billion dollars. So I like that she's sharing the wealth. Yeah. So far. Yeah, right. Just in North America. Crazy. That that, uh, rejoin is funny because there was a point in our life we were were newly married, Mary Beth and I, and I think we had purchased... um, my God, what was the name of this furniture store? There was a furniture store in like Arlington Heights, Wicks Furniture. I don't think it exists anymore. And I remember we went to buy these kitchen chairs. They were like those, um, uh, what do you call it? It's like the back of the chair kind of bends over and then there's, uh, it bends over and uh, it, it'll come to me. When we went to go look at these chairs, it was like the first, you know, we were newly married and we're going to buy these, uh, our first uh, chairs. Mike Jakubowski, I know you hear his name a lot. He made us a kitchen table, which we still have to this day. It's not in the kitchen, but we still have the table. And we were buying chairs for this. And I remember going to this furniture store, I think it was Arlington Heights. And the guy goes, watch this. And he like turns the chair upside down. He goes, come on, step on it. Like, look at how strong this is. And, you know, I was bigger back then. And I like got up on it and was like, wow, this thing didn't move. Like we bought the, and you know what? Those chairs are still rock You're solid. Kidding. Honest to God, 30 some years later. Oh. But then we bought some other piece. Like we were on the fence. The chairs were really expensive. We had two nickels between us, you know, newly married and uh, Mike and I were in business making no money. And we bought some table or something like that. Within a week, we had had some friends over and one of them damaged the table. Right? Like, I don't know if they put something. It's before I knew about Howard's Restore or Finish. It was something like that. And I remember Mary Beth going, This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> I never forgot that. And I was like, It's okay. We could fix it. I wasn't even Mr. Fix It then. And right, I fixed right. it. It was great. And anyway, that is how it all began. That's how it all began. This is why we can't have nice things. But those chairs, if I turned them upside down, you and I could climb on top of these things and they wouldn't break. Huh. It's crazy. Slingback chairs. Slingback. Yeah. 857-557-4-LOO. 857-557-4568. This is Tom in Northfield. Hey, Tom, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Uh, this is also Two Stone Tommy. We talked about repairing my Blue Stone a couple of weeks ago. Oh, okay. I found somebody, I found somebody who uh, 
he did it for me. And how does so anyway, it? How does it look? How does it look? It looks great. And by the way, the person who did it is also repaired my chimney. Oh. So they did the masonry work on the chimney, and they said, "Sure, I can fix your blue stone on the on the front uh, porch." That's so awesome. They, and they all look great. They all match. Good, good, good. So, How may I help you this morning? All right. So I have a two-car concrete garage floor pitted from years of salt water, you know, during the winter sitting on it. Called different concrete uh, companies, and they all say, um, we don't repair, we only replace. Uh, and the water during the winter sits there on that pitted floor, so I'd like to smooth it so It'd be easier to get the water out during the winter. Mm-hmm. So and the co- and the, other than the pitting, the concrete is sound. Yeah, there's like one tiny hairline crack across the right, uh, right the floor. Right. So. so here's the thing, and and this is why a lot of these concrete guys, you know, say what they said to you. Okay. You could you you know like these companies that come and put an epoxy coating over the top of your garage, you know, to make it look beautiful. They'll come in with mm. um, basically these giant floor grinders, and they'll mm-hmm. grind it really smooth, and then they'll put this unbelievably beautiful epoxy coating. And they tend to give you mm-hmm. like a five or six, sometimes even a ten year warranty on it. And it'll look amazing. You'll send pictures to everybody, and you'll be uh, so happy. But it'll cost you ten bucks a square foot to do it. Okay. And right. and because of where we live, okay, the same salt and the ice and everything like that, you'll eventually get a little lift in there. And you're like, I spent the fortune on this thing. Look at what's going on here. And the yeah. concrete guys will come and replace it for more than that. But it's all brand new concrete, mm-hmm. and it's around that price. I see. So um, the other, so, the so other. You, I mean, the other. Not, go ahead. No, it sounds like you don't like that for our our area. It's not that I. It's not that I don't like it because it looks beautiful. And uh, actually, uh, Lindsay's parents' home, uh, their garage has a beautiful epoxy coating in there that's been there forever. And it still looks really mm-hmm. nice. And so it isn't that it won't last. If you, it's like anything, right? You got to maintain it. You can't just okay. drive in with the, you know, with the uh, car and full of ice, and then just, ah, I'm going to go, you know, have a cocktail and not worry about it, and let it dry on there and whatever. Not that there's anything wrong with uh-huh. having a cocktail. Uh, it's a little, right. er, it's a little early right now. But anyway, um, you got to sweep it out. And so I do like them if you maintain it. So I'm not anti-coating, okay. and you may be able to find somebody to do it less for less, but you need to find somebody that's very experienced. Gotcha. And how do I do that? I mean, I went on Nary originally. Yeah, Nary's a not a bad place. Bit. Nary's not a bad place to start. Also, like with these floor epoxy coating companies, um, you know, it starts with probably a Google search and then look at their reviews and people locally that have had it done to see. Now another option is you know the you know the company WeatherTech uh, that makes all the yeah. uh, automotive products and products for your home. Um, yeah, they make a snap together garage flooring system that you could do yourself, and so oh. it's like a it it has holes in it, and mm-hmm. uh, the idea is that you get this nice smooth finish that you can drive the car on. 
and um, but the water and whatever will go through it, and then it, as long as the garage floor is pitched properly, it'll just go out as it should, and then the pitting and everything. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's the problem with this floor. Laying a level on it, it's flat. It has no pitch. Okay, so hear me out, and you'd probably have to put a pencil to paper here, but you could, you could have Permaseal come do what they mm-hmm. call their poly level, and they mm-hmm. can re- they'll drill a few holes in that floor, and they can raise it to get it to pitch. Okay. Now, I'm just making numbers up because I don't know. Let's say that's a couple thousand dollars. I'm making numbers up. Okay. I could be way off. Yeah, I know. I now, know. You just now, give me an idea. And now you go look at this uh, floor. Lindsay, can you tell me, WeatherTech, what's that floor, the garage floor called at WeatherTech that goes over the top? It's not, it's like a sport court, but it's a garage floor. It has a name. It's it's not, they make a garage mat and then they make another one that, that I like better. But so let's just say, you know, if it's two and a half car garage and now you're talking about um, 12 to $15 a square foot to replace the concrete, mm-hmm. right? That's a lot of square footage. And um, right. if, if you could do this for half, you know, it's called tech floor that uh, at okay. WeatherTech. Do the math, do the numbers and say, wow, I could do this for, I'm gonna, again, five grand yeah. as opposed to 15. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's. Why call to get some ideas? I'm full of ideas. I'm full of other stuff, but I can't say that on the radio. <laughs> I appreciate All right, I appreciate you calling, Tom. Thanks so much for the phone call. 857-5574-Lou. We are broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. It's Saturday morning. Of course, you could never be Aretha Franklin. Do you imagine being a backup singer to her? Yes, it was. That'd be so fun. And you're tuned in to Lou. thought about that. Can't always get what you want for Rolling Stones. Like, I'd always wanted to be the backup for that. Now back to your favorite backup singing handyman. Andy would have been the Oak Ridge Boys. He would have been the guy that would be at the bottom. Right here. Actually, I wanted to be the uh, backup singer on Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Someone. She went, all they did was go, dance. <laughs> I think I could probably handle that. But you could use that as a pickup line. Have you ever heard the Whitney Houston song? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> dance. 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 I can prove it, too. Dance. I can prove it, too. <laughs> wow, it's really him. On House Smarts Radio. You know, we play music at our hardware stores. Uh, you know, you can't play the radio because of licensing, so we have a license to play music. And uh, I want to dance with somebody. I was in the aisle, and that dance, and I thought of Andy. <laughs> I think of it every time I know. I the song. Welcome back. 857-557-4LOU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. Uh, this is Barry in Elk Grove Village. Hi, Barry. You're on House Marts Radio. Hi, Lou. Uh, we have a bathroom off of the master bedroom, and at night when there's any kind of a wind blowing, there's the, I think there's a flapper above the exhaust fan in the bathroom. Okay. The fan is off, but this flapper flaps in the wind, and it's really disturbing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so in that bathroom, do you know where the fan vents out to? Uh, it vents to the roof. You know, it vents through the roof, but I don't know. Oh, it know. does. Okay, okay. So when you, have you been up in that attic? Uh, no, it's a uh, ranch house. Okay, but can you get up in the attic? Yes. Okay. So 
I need you to go into the attic, not as we speak, but sure. um, <laughs> and I want you to see what the pipe is doing, meaning is it coming off the fan and going directly like a straight shot? You know, what's happening is if it's if it protrudes through the roof, right, there actually should be a yeah. flapper on that, too, but maybe it's gone or whatever. The wind blows, and it's it's got a direct path to this thing, and there's no way to slow it down. And so one of the tricks to quiet this down, and it actually serves two purposes a lot of times. Now, you don't – let me ask you this. In the wintertime – in this bathroom. Do, do, do people shower in this bathroom? Yes. Okay. Do you ever get any dripping from the fan at all? No. Okay. This is what I would like you to do. If you go up into that attic space and you locate where the ceiling fan, excuse me, the exhaust fan is in the bathroom, then take a look and see what that pipe is doing. In a perfect world, I'd love to see the pipe run horizontally, okay, along the uh you know parallel to the ceiling the back side of the ceiling for at least two feet and then have an angle maybe turn back and head up to wherever the um it's so funny because i'm drawing this on a piece of paper as i'm describing it because i just need to visualize it and i you turn back and then connect to the outlet at the roof okay the whole idea okay. now is if i if i you're almost like creating a trap, but an air trap, so that when the air blows, it slows it down to keep that flapper from flapping. Now, you can go in and take the flapper out, but I don't like that because if it's really cold, based on what you have, you may feel a draft there in the winter. Okay. Okay. Now, the other purpose that the, the horizontal pipe serves is that I get a lot of people to call and say, Oh, it's when it's really cold outside, I have the exhaust fan on, and I get drips in there. What's going on? If that pipe, which I think what you have now is going directly like a straight shot, which makes the fan super efficient, but if it's not insulated and it gets really cold, you can drip back down. By having the pipe run for a couple feet, you'll serve two purposes, and I think you'll avoid it by not taking the flapper off. Now, if you do all this and it's still flapping away, then you're going to drop the motor inside the fan. That little plastic flapper literally just pops out, and you're just going to deal with it. By dropping the motor inside the fan, would that be done from the inside of the house? That's all done from the inside. So if it's a, like a brown fan, you'll take the cover off. You'll see the motor. There's typically one or two screws. You unplug the motor. The whole thing drops you'll see the outlet, and in there you'll see a little plastic flap that's got two little tabs on it. And if you grab it with a pair of pliers, if you flip it and grab it, even with your hands, but pliers, sharp edges there, just twist it and pop the thing out. I mean, here's the thing. You could do that and try it, and if the winter you're freezing to death, pop it back in. Don't throw it away. Okay. And if there isn't a two-foot uh, horizontal run... You're gonna need more piping. So they'd have to they'd have to put a uh, like it'd have to be almost like an S pipe that would have to it have to go through the same would it go through the same? So yeah yeah yeah. So you wouldn't change anything at the roof line. You're just changing. You're creating a little S right at right off of the fan. So you'd be adding a little bit of venting right there. And yeah, an S an oh. S is a perfect way to describe it. Okay. And that little flapper is just right above. It, it's it, the little flapper is accessible from inside the house. Correct. Take the cover off the fan. 
You notice okay. them, you see the motor there, and you may see like a little plug, almost like an extension cord plug. Unplug it. Then that whole housing, usually it's one or two screws, just drops down. And then you're like, huh, look at that. It's the inside of the fan. I should really clean that because it'll be filthy. And uh, then you'll clean it, and you'll see the little flapper right there that's driving you nuts. Just pop it out. Okay. Okay. Try that. And, and, if, this, and if this winter it's freezing cold, then you got to, then in the spring, you know what to do. Okay, and early in the conversation, you said uh, to go into the attic and look for the, the the two foot horizontal run in the pipe. And so, let's say I go up in the attic and I see that two foot horizontal run, whether it's there or not. Uh, so if you have there, if I you can... have if you have the ability, if there's extra pipe up there, which there might be, you could spin it and make your own S curve to see if that works. Um, or okay. you may have to add additional piping. Uh, to do that, uh, to to make it work, yeah. but it's just a, the, whatever kind of level you want to uh, take it at. Thanks so much for the phone call. You know, I get involved in these conversations, and then all of a sudden, I'm late. Don, I'm sorry, I'm late. Hey, the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. He might not give you the answer you want. Come on, help me out. Who's helping me? She's there. She's on it. You sing, sing. But if nothing else, he'll make you smile. And maybe sing. I'll sing a song, make it happy. So now is the time to call. For anyone else to say here. Right. Please, now. Sing a song. I'm sorry, were you talking, Lindsay? Here he is now, your host. That's what I'll do when people don't like the advice that I give. I'll just start singing. Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. I mean, this is a really good song. Make it simple to last your Give you a big Sing hug. A it's a song you give someone a big hug. Can you make it a little peppier next time? <laughs> Come on. That's good. That's good stuff. Oh, hey, uh, don't worry, everybody. Uh, I didn't forget about you. Our word of the day um, is coming up. Uh, you, you boys ready for your word of the mm-hmm. day? Yes, indeed. All right. This is a tough one. Hold on. Word of the day. <laughs> we have our sounder. Nice. Here we go. Is a verb. Man, I thought we were going to make these easy for me to... uh... This is part of the fun. (laughs) Absquatulate. Absquatulate. Very good. Is that good? Well, you phonetically spelled it. Absquatulate. How are they going to work that into a newscast? How do you... Absquatulate. I actually had them in mind when I put the... I mean, like, Uh, this could be a great... I'm to flee or leave abruptly. Whoa, how do you spell this? I don't know, I'm going to tell you. Right. A-B-S-Q-U-A-T-U-L-A-T-E. Huh. Absquatulate. Okay. To flee or to leave abruptly. To leave abruptly. To gotcha. Yeah. Leave abruptly. Like, like, for instance, the Cincinnati Reds couldn't wait to absquatulate out of Chicago. Correct. Yes. Right, that, and this will be the sounder when I hear it in the newscaster. The thing, no, it's not going to be this anymore. <laughs> that sounds I'll, pathetic. I'm going to miss compared that. to this. Uh, I mean, that's better. It's so regal. Yeah, it really Very is. Regal, regal, regal. Yeah. regal. I love the word regal too. Yeah. No, actually, it's you know what it is. It's imperial. What? Imperial. 
It's not nice to fool Mother Nature. Right, right. We're just waiting, as Bob Ferguson said, for the cease and desist of us not to be able to use that. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is good stuff. Absquatulate, people, is your word of the day. There it is. 857-557-4-LOO-857-557-4568. This is Jan in Elmhurst. Hey, Jan, good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. Of course. Um, I live in a condo, um, and the balcony faces west, so I get extremes of weather. Um, snow and rain and sun gets very hot. Okay. So lately I've been having seeping through the uh, floor, you know, into the condo. Mm. And I'm just wondering what to do. Um, you, uh, when you're getting like a... Uh, getting like a... Uh, a uh, direct yeah. rain? Yeah, like recently we had, you know, some big storms, and I had towels. I knew this was going to happen, and so I put towels along inside along the balcony, and that kept it out. It's, it's not much. They were damp when I, after the rain, but it's going to get worse if I don't do something. So when you look at um when you look at the um the door itself and you see this water coming in, do you, can you determine whether it's coming in like on top of the track or coming in under the door? Oh, I just lost her. Jan call me back. Her phone just disconnected. We had kind of a funny phone. Um so Jan, I'm going to finish if you're listening. Um so the idea is um, with the door, there's two things that are happening. You're either getting a leaking from where the door seals on the track or where the door is on the, the you know, the encase, the, the opening of the, of the balcony itself. And so someone like, um, I mean, quite frankly, uh, like a handyman service, they, they're not an advertiser, but uh, Ace Hardware has a handyman service now that's ace handyman services and if you go to your wherever your local ace is i think well you're now elmhurst jan so i know that they're in that area there's uh ace handyman services they could come and probably assess what's going on and recalk around the door my guess is that the um the leaking is coming from around that if it's just dampness it might just be that or they can see if there's a lot of times there's weep holes on the outside of a sliding glass door, and if those are clogged, water gets in the track, and then when it rains and you say you get that direct rain, then that's where you can get that. They can assess that and clean that up as well. So it should be a fairly easy thing to correct is as long as the door itself is operational and you're not having any problems with that. So I would start with the handyman service to see if that works. Thanks so much for the phone call. 857 857- Five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight seven eighteen in the morning. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. Who is it? It's me, Dave. Man, open up. I got the stuff. Who? It's Dave. Man, open up. I think the cops saw me come in here. Who is it? Now back to Dave. Dave's not here. All right. Well, then back to Lou. No, man. I'm Dave. Man. Who is it? Right here on House Smarts Radio. I had a heart. I should only play this when the caller's name is Dave. But instead, we're going to talk to Lynn, who's in Rockford. Hi, Lynn. Good 
morning, Lou, and I am a faithful listener. I enjoy the show so much. I usually listen to all of it or almost all of it from 6 to 10, and I have a double clever whammy for you. All right, Lynn, can I just start by saying I love you and thank you for listening? Oh, I love you more. (laughs) Okay, so do you remember about a year ago you said... You know those things that women used to have like 50, 60 years ago, Uh-oh. and it was about the size of a tackle box? You mean a makeup case? Remember that? A makeup case? Well, my mom had one with her luggage set, and guess what? I have it. And guess what? She called it a train case. A train case? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it came with luggage uh so my mom married in 49 1949 she's not with us anymore but she and my dad were married 60 i don't know three years or something wow something crazy and she he went to school in indiana at uh at a tech well at an engineering school in Indiana, Rose Polytechnic University, it's, the name has changed now, and she went to school at University of Illinois. Now, this is my parents, and I'm 70. My parents were well-educated, okay, and so were my grandparents. My grandmother went to U of I, and so did her siblings. She was an English teacher. My grandfather was a civil engineer and worked on highways in the state of Illinois. Anyway, oh, very right. well-educated. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, you know... We used big words. So, my mom had this luggage set. It was very pretty. And I happened to have the train case, which you said was about the size of a tackle box. And it is. It is. And it's beautiful. It's it's leather. And I have it on one of the dressers upstairs. Well, my mom used to take the train... When she worked in Chicago, my dad had, I think, one more year to finish. And she was working in Chicago. This was kind of common. Right. Women lived in a in an Eleanor house. Oh, sure. And it was with a house mother. Yeah. And, you know, you had to be in by A certain whatever, time and right. You couldn't, o'clock. no smoking. Yeah, certain time. Right, right. No smoking. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Clean living and all that. And my mom Lindsay was could have never lived there. Keep going. Pub- my mom was a certified public accountant. She was very well educated. She took the train from Chicago to Champaign. My dad drove from Rose Polly over to Champaign, met the train, and they uh, you know, carried on from there. So they visited. She went to his uh, fraternity dances, and they've got these iconic, you know, beautiful off-the-shoulder pictures and, you know, all this really cool. I've got this really cool memorabilia. Lynn, 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 Lynn. I'm going to have to break. You're going to take a break. I'm going to have to break for news. So you said you had two questions, and I love the – the family history, it's very interesting, but is there something I can help no, you I with? No, I don't have, I want to use, I want to use the word. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Keep going. So my mom, I think, had 
a train case on the train when she went south from Chicago to Champaign-Urbana and met my dad for these little rendezvous when they were engaged. I think she had the train case in case they had an argument and she needed to absquatulate. I mean, that was like a train ride, that whole conversation, but you made it and you did it and you were amazing. Thank you for calling, Lynn. I appreciate you calling and telling us that story. Yes? I I'm, was going to say, you need to absquatulate and take a break here pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 857 <laughs> Fun word to use, it's, though, no? It is a fun word. And, uh, and I mean, come on. What Doesn't it kind of sound like, it kind of makes me think of Sasquatch. That's it does. It did guess. make me feel of, uh, think of Sasquatch. And then I was also uh, reminded when she said, a year ago, you said, remember you said that, and I'm learning that now I, you know, there's, there are some phrases that I'm using that now my kids tell me I can't use any longer. Like? Well, I like can't what? say it now. Because now oh, I'm not like. because they're like, you need to retire them, but because they're just like not socially. Yeah. And so now I'm nervous. You know, the thing is, when you've been... So, for instance, you know, they talk all about this AI and how they can, uh, uh, mm. you know, they can get your voice. I mean, I've been on the radio a long time. And so there's a lot of people can put my voice in some kind of AI and make it sound like me. But these phrases that I've used, uh, you know, like there's a phrase I see, I'm busier than a guy in a butt-kicking contest, but I can't say what he is anymore because it's insensitive, Right. Or uh, or I'm busier. Well, I can't I can't say it because Carmen Carmen in particular you can't say that anymore. Oh. So you know I'm it's very hard now as a I will say it because I'm a boomer to you know what stuff that I could say to someone sure. my age that wouldn't be offended they would just kind of giggle. Now you got to really be careful. And now I'm worried when people call and say <laughs> a year ago you said this. No, you're really good at. Uh, am I going with the times? Though I'm, I hope so. I need to be. Well, I still have to go see Barbie. Ooh, modern man! Right, I got to be a modern man. Go see Barbie, and I and I do want to go see Barbie. And quite frankly, I have a lovely pink shirt that I'm going to wear when I go see it. Yes, I'm going to like dress the part, right? <laughs> and we're going to be like, is that Lou Manfredini or Ryan Gosling? Oh, right. Doesn't mm, he wear a pink? Mm, no. Yes. I don't think that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. All right. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Uh, speaking of new. Uh, we have a new Tulu 2 for you coming up that is uh, from the folks at Solo Stove. Um, you know, one of the things is they make awesome stuff. It's kind of pricey, but they're new. No, but they came up with something that's not. That's from them, right? Solo Stove, our new Tulu 2. Yes, you're nodding. Okay. And you've tried it. And thumbs up or thumbs down? Thumbs up. All right, well, stay tuned for our Noodaloo 2 coming up after this report of WGN Radio News with Don Kleppen. Time now for Noodaloo 2. I just love noodles. No, not noodle. New 2. New to Lou. Good times, noodle salad. No noodles. It's new to Lou. But he does love a good pasta. Now we eat, okay? One up, I eat, everybody. Now back to Lou Manfredini, New to Lou 2, and House Smarts Radio. Papa's got a brand new bag.
Our new Lou 2 is sponsored by ChevyDriveChicago.com. When you need a new ride, you need a new Chevy. I told you I ordered a, I'm driving a 2023 Chevy Silverado that I absolutely love. Um, I highly recommend if you're thinking about a truck, look at the Silverado. I know you hear me talking about the Silverados, the HDs, the 2500, the 3500. Mine is a 1500, and uh, it is just so fun. Oh, my God, it's so nice. It is like driving, what did I, t- what did I call it? A gentleman's truck. Oh, that's right. It's a gentleman's truck. It's like you step into a character when you drive it. Uh, I don't know about that, but I just like driving it. <laughs> and uh, just Thanks. a quick. Well, I okay. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you. I don't know my character. I just it's comfortable. You know, I'm taller like than the average bear. Like you like just feel like you just. It's just so nice. Never mind. Just Technology's go good. Piece. Yeah. Anyway, and uh, big shout out Don Kleppen just showing off with two. Uh, absquatulates in his uh, bottom of the hour newscast. Nicely done. Okay, Noodaloo two. Um, have you done a lot of? Uh, you're not the, the the Smithwicks aren't campers, right? That's not a thing. Uh, no, no. Like camping I mean, would be the Holiday Inn, right? That would be camping. Yes, David would do it. I'm not. Okay, well, the girls and I would be at the Holiday Inn, right? But I think everyone loves s'mores. Yes. Now, me, I just like the chocolate. I'm not a marshmallow guy. I could just have the chocolate and the graham cracker. Mm. But the marshmallow, I could do without. But it's so fun. And a lot of times, you want to make this huge fire, and um, that's a lot of work. Our Noodle Loot mm-hmm. 2 makes mm-hmm. it portable, easy, and fun. Take a listen. I love a good backyard campfire, but truthfully, unless my husband is lighting that bad boy up, I want no part of it. I'm more of a flip-a-switch kind of gal. But our kids, like many, love to roast a good s'more, especially for sleepovers or movie nights. And if an outdoor bonfire isn't an option, this weekend's New Tulu 2 brings the party inside. Now, by now, I'm sure you've heard of Solo Stove, if you don't have one already. Well, they recently acquired TerraFlame, who offers a product specifically designed for those gooey treats called the S'mores Bowl. The S'mores Bowl is a safe, convenient, and easy way to bring the magic of a fire just about anywhere, indoors or out. The portable tabletop s'mores roaster is fired by clean-burning, smoke-free gel fuel with flickering flames that crackle to the tune of Kumbaya. Not really, but you get the vibe. The bowl includes a bamboo tray lid that's perfect for setup and storage. And the best part? You can literally use it on your kitchen counter, dessert table, or really anywhere. It's compact, aesthetically appealing, and right up my alley in terms of bonfires for dummies. The package comes with one can of TerraFlame Clean Burning Gel Fuel, which is non-toxic, odorless, and smoke-free. Shake that up, remove the cap, and light her up. The gel fuel burns for up to three hours and has a beautiful 7-inch golden flame. Now, it is one and done with these cans, so not really what you want to do if you want to just roast a marshmallow or two. This is more of a big picture item. Barbecues, dinner parties. You've got to purchase additional cans of the TerraFlame gel fuel separately, which isn't a huge expense, but it is an added step and cost. So while that part's not super convenient, it's easy to light, pretty to look at, and a great conversation starter. TerraFlame's S'more Bowl from Solo Stove goes for $59.99. Get it while it's hot, and don't forget Smokeless. For more information, check out Lou's House Smarts YouTube channel, and clickety-clack that subscribe button while you're there i am i am a little nervous about where the conversation is going to go now because 
there was like a realization that we had off the air that now we have to expose. So the solo stove, yes. or no, the the uh, our our terra flame. It's so cute. It looks like a white ceramic. It looks like a solo stove, but it's made out of like some kind of white ceramic material. Right. And you drop in the gel fuel, and I said to you, "Oh, it's sterno," and you said, "What's sterno?" I go, "You don't know what sterno is," and you no. said, "No." I go, "You don't have a chafing dish," and you said, "What's well, a chafing dish?" <laughs> Okay. So here's the thing with the gel fuel that uh-huh. they give you, yeah. it's not one and done because oh. if you put the cap on it, the flame will go out yeah. and the gel fuel you can use again. Well, why does it say don't reuse it? Because they want you to buy more. Oh, tricky. So the, you showed me the size of the gel fuel. It kind of looks like, uh, is it, is it, is it the size of a, is like it the a, size of a mini paint can? No, like a mini soda can. You know how you can buy the mini mm. soda cans? No. It's like a little, it is looks it like a little paint can. Like a wider cap. than that? Like a yes. pint can? Why? Okay. Mm-hmm. But you can buy Sterno. I don't even know what that is, though. Well, it's the, it's the brand name of gel fuel. Ooh, it's Kleenex. Okay. So, in other words, oh. it's Kleenex, yeah. but it's Sterno. Everybody calls it, well, everybody that knows anything calls it Sterno. Rude. <laughs> Oh my God! You sounded like if people a, knew everything. You sounded, you sounded well, you like have my. A job. I know. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so you could buy, and I mean, yes, you can buy their gel fuel, and that's fine. Do, do they sell it like in a three pack or a six pack? Yeah, both. Perfect. And an eighteen pack. Okay, well then, just do that. I mean, I'm not trying to take any money away from the people, but you, but st- like in other words, when I when I. When we have Thanksgiving and I make mashed potatoes for 50, yeah, okay, I have this lovely, I don't know why, but I'm very proud of this chafing dish that I own. And I don't know why I own it, but it's like when you go to a buffet Uh and you take the lid off and there's the eggs and you scoop the eggs and there's a flame under it. Oh, that's a ch- that whole thing is a chafing dish. That's not. I know chafing is another word. I understand <laughs> that you need a cream for, but this is different. <laughs> so um, this, you put the the gel fuel or the sterno underneath it. And then the chafing dish has oh, water. Got it. And then the thing of eggs or mm-hmm. sausage or biscuits, whatever it is, the water stays warm and it keeps got the. It. But the stuff yes. isn't in the water. But then that gel fuel, you just put the cap on it. Well. That would make it. I mean, because that would be my thing. Like, I don't want to light it if it's and keep know, it for three goes. hours, right? So, right. I for sure have gel fuel, sterno, sterno in the cabinet that I for Thanksgiving will turn it on when we're eating, and it probably lasts two or three hours. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of when we're cleaning up at Thanksgiving, I put the little cap on, and I use it next Thanksgiving. No way. Okay. Yeah. Well, then this is even better. I mean, I already love the little. It's so cute, and you can do it inside, and it's, I mean, safe. Uh, and how was the, how were the s'mores? Oh, they were great. Like it, it yeah. Yes, and easy. And easy. And oh. I didn't have to start the bonfire myself outside, which is always right. catastrophic. Right, right, right. Go to uh, YouTube.com slash TV to learn more, and uh, you'll see. Let's take a quick call here. This is uh, Kathy calling from Nashville, Tennessee. Hi, Kathy. You're on Housemarts Radio. No, oh, she's... Outside having a good time. What? Oh, Kathy. 
Am I on? You are. Yeah. Don't swear. I, I was trying to. I was trying to find out where you were. because oh. um, she doesn't come on the thing. Um, question. And by the way, you have the most loveliest partner. Um, and Lindsay. <laughs> um, Your Honor, she'd be my yeah. producer, but thank you. <laughs> well, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Just, but, yeah, yeah, right, just for the lawsuit, she is wonderful. You're absolutely right. She is the best. Yeah, no. Um, but anyway, she's very appropriate to, to introduce you. Um, you had a cleaner that you recommended about six years ago that is absolutely wonderful in shower doors. Do you remember? It was powdery. It kind of looks like a comic can. Bright and And I can't remember it. Bright and clean. Beautiful. Thank you. And it works. It's I have been tra- is it it's still, still there? still available. You should be able to find it at your, your Nashville. So if there's a uh, your local ace down there, probably carries it. Yeah, I've got one in, in, in town. I just couldn't remember the name, and I couldn't yeah. remember exactly how the bottle looked because yeah, I haven't bought it for like four it, years. You know what? It, the, bottle uh, is like, uh, the bottle is like a giant spice bottle that would be in your spice rack. Oh, they changed it. Okay. Because yeah. it used to look like a comic can. Yeah, but it's a little smaller than that now. Okay. That stuff works perfectly. That's awesome. And I've got a brand new house, and I'm watching my doors go, and I'm going, i got to call Lou. Yeah, stay ahead of um, that. Stay ahead second. of that. Instead of stay ahead of it to keep it clean. Yeah. You have a second question? Yeah. You gotta, and the second question is, what is a great, I, I finally, for the first time, have beautiful granite countertops. How do I seal them? There's a company called Granite Gold that makes uh, your daily cleaner. That's what I want you to use to clean it. But they also make a sealer. Very easy to apply. Just follow the instructions on the bottle. You clean the uh, counters. You know, take everything off. Make sure they're nice and clean. You apply the sealer. And then you use a microfiber uh, towel to kind of work it in and wipe it away. And then you stay off of the counters overnight so that it sets. Okay. And so it's the granite gold sealer. Granite gold countertop sealer. And then they also make a granite gold daily cleaner. Use both of those and uh, your granite will look fabulous and your brand new home will continue to look brand new. Thank you so much for the phone call. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. Don't go away. We'll be right back. It's Saturday morning, and you're tuned in to Lou Manfredini right here on House Smarts Radio. No matter what you are, I will always be with you. 857 for Lou. No matter what you do. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. How can we help you this morning? No matter what you do. I've had uh, a bunch of uh, emails and questions from people about uh, issues with rodents uh, lately, and I did a, a spot on uh, uh, WGN-TV on Friday kind of with some solutions there, and I wanted to kind of give you the rundown on that because I know some of you are, are, are struggling with this, and uh, one is I had a caller uh, earlier about the chipmunks and the sonic spike thing, really helpful, but... If you're noticing a, a mouse or a rat issue, uh, there seems to be a preponderance of that coming around, especially in the city limits. I've heard from a lot of people that there's been a problem with that. Um, 
there's two methods, right? You can either repel or you can bait or and or trap. But <clears throat> if you're noticing outside some burrows and holes that are out there, and again, this is if you choose to do this. So this is just information that you can uh, that you can use and you can choose to use it or not. There's a, a terrific baiting product called Rat and or Mouse X, and uh, I guess it's a it's a more humane way for them to be expired in in how the the chemical works. If you notice holes or gaps where there's activity with rodents, pour some of this inside those holes. And then this is a trick I learned from uh, the Rat Patrol in the city of Chicago: take some newspaper and stuff it into that hole. The next day, come out and look and see if that paper has been pushed out of there. That means that's an active place for the rodents. Pour more of the bait down in there and then put the paper in, back in there again. This is true also if you've got holes on the side of the house. And because um, you want to, you, you know, what you're trying to do is get these things to expire on the outside. You never want to do any baiting inside a home, even if you don't have any pets, because you don't want the food source, you don't want the rodent to think that the food source is inside the house. You want it to be on the outside. And so that's why you pull them out of there. And then this little trick, it will take several days. It isn't just going to be like a one and done thing. I think a lot of times people would have these expectations, well, I'm going to bait it and it's going to cause my problem. There are millions of rats and millions of mice to control. Uh, we we had a number of uh, months ago, maybe it was even last year, we had this uh, company called Contra Pest that makes, uh, it's actually birth control for mice and rats. And uh, I think the lady described it as a delicious milkshake. And it doesn't necessarily kill the rat, but it doesn't allow them to reproduce. But the interesting thing about rats and mice, they don't live that long. Like they don't make it, I think they don't make it, they have a very short life. I don't think they make it a year. Um, and uh, just because of all the stuff they eat and whatever, it's gross. Good morning, everybody. But um, if you do this and you focus your attention on the outside to draw them out, you should be able to control that problem. Just know that it's going to take more than just um, you know one or two applications. It could take you a week to do this uh, to get it under control. But then seal up the holes and... Use repellents on the inside to keep them out. <clears throat> Remember that rodents are creatures of habit, and if we change their behavior by making it uncomfortable for them in a certain situation, then they'll go someplace else. 857-5574-LOU, 857-557-4568. The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. For more House Smarts, be sure to subscribe to the House Smarts YouTube channel. Need some help with that home project? I'm going to stop you, and I'm going to tell you that I don't want you to put this on your roof. And the reason is... Need a second opinion? You'd probably be better off trying to do this as opposed to something that's going to be a different color. Do you think you've tried everything? It's going to melt the wax, absorb the wax, and then you're just going to take a clean rag and wipe up whatever's left. Now back to your handy host. Well, why didn't I think of that? Lou Manfredini <laughs> and House Smarts Radio. Water and electric... Welcome back. So come on, hit your wagon. Wait, 
557 is our phone number. Uh, a big uh, look at you. Uh, the the word of the day. It's fun, right? It's oh, fun, yeah. right? Good Thank job, you. both Thank of you. you. Da, da, Don, you were just showing off two uh, in one newscast. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, Andy, here, very know. nicely done. Thank Lindsay, you. very nicely done. And then well, Lynn from Rockford. Yeah. Who took a while to get there, but she got there. She got there. Took yeah. the long way around, which right, I appreciate. Right. She took right the long, the long and winding, winding road. I was thinking take the long way home by Supertramp. Oh, that's oh. good too. Yeah. Long way home. That's that is a good good uh, harmonica. That's a good long one. Noted. Yeah. Home. noted. Yeah. I feel like uh, Don, you that. missed a big story though. Oh, uh, a fake story, fake news. <laughs> First thing <laughs> in the that's morning. That's why I missed it. Well, right. No, but Lindsay goes. Oh my gosh. So. Uh, she sent, you know, Lindsay's very creative. She did some great rejoins, you know, some new stuff. And she uh, she has this computer that she uses that's very old. Mm. And it's, she said, right, right, well, Lindsay, I'm not going to talk. You said it's slow sometimes, right? Right. It's an, it's Describe what happened. Yes. It's an older. And so I think what happened, unless I'm psychic, um, I was on the computer and I quickly glanced at a news story before it switched over to a website I was going to. So I didn't get to look at it. It was just a headline that immediately Mm. caught my eye Mm -hmm. that said, Dolly Parton dead at 77. (sighs) And I flew out of the chair. No. And I ran out to the... This is a woman who, like, just, you know, is crazy for Dolly Parton. I was so sad. And the girls, like, what's going on, Mom? We were all crowded around my fancy computer that's faster and searching the story. And I couldn't find anything. Right. Nothing. Right. And because so I ran back into my old computer, and I was trying to go back to the web page, and I could not find it. I'm going, what? I still don't know what happened. I'm either psychic, I am hallucinating, or um, I, there was another story, which I think that we found the answer, right? Well, Snoops, Snopes on Snopes, it says, Dolly Snopes. Parton is not dead, oh. as some social media posts claim. Waking nightmare. And, uh, there was a so bunch was of a conspiracy some theory. conspiracy thing that like they were doing the fake news. Oh god! And uh, she's not dead. Sometimes, uh, so she said she's fine. The message just happened. Numerous social media posts. The rumors are false. She's alive. She's doing yeah, just fine. I do see some uh, sports kedia, like just some different like parody articles here from the last from this month and last month debunking yeah, the hoax me. about Dolly Parton being dead. Right. So it is right. recent that they, these articles right. have been popping up that saying that she is right. when she's not. So don't not worry, you heard it here. I... She's doing great. People or... need people need hobbies. It's just a waking just a <laughs> right? waking nightmare. How about how about Andy, how about we get people back into whittling? Oh man. Right? Come on. Whittling. Yeah. <laughs> right. Go on a walk. I bet Dolly Parton is a great whittler. Do too. something productive. Bet, yeah. <laughs> I touch grass, as the whittler. kids say. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Year, years ago, I went on a, on a fishing trip. I have still have the picture hanging up with Mike, his dad, and his grandfather, Al Jakubowski, who was the funniest, sweetest man. And we're in Canada, and we're walking out to the rowboats to go fishing. And there's a guy. He's, I don't even know how to describe him. He's just kind of just this guy sitting there, and he's got this block of wood and he's got a knife and he's whittling whittling yeah and he's got this block of wood and he's just kind of carving it and mike's dad goes uh hey jim i don't know what the guy's name was what are you whittling i don't know 
right? You just need to do that. <laughs> just grab a piece of wood. Start you whittling. You don't even know what you're making. Just whittle. Just start. Get off of social up, media. Start cutting up that block. Up with these preposterous yeah. stories that come on. Into a that would panic. be that would put the world in a panic. Yeah, we, oh. the last thing we need. Absolutely, gotta hang All right. on to her. She's a national treasure. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going. Is she really 77? And then I googled it, and she is. So here, I mean, I thought I might have. Been... Oh, now you're. Th- oh, you thought you were like psychic. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't want you to be that. Uh, uh, you can no. be psychic on other things. I don't want you to do that. Right. I will be really <laughs> mad at you. Dolly, <laughs> we love you. Keep making music. Right on. Uh, don't eight, have five, squatulate seven. from this world. Hold on. Exactly. Hold on. Exactly. Showing off now. There we go. Now he's showing off. <laughs> Thank you. 8575. Five, I gotta put that on a button. 857 <laughs> 857-557-4, Lou. 857-557-4568. This is um Michael in Rochelle. Hey Michael, you're on House March Radio. Good morning. Good morning, Lou. How are you? I'm doing well. What's going on? Well, we uh just expanded our patio with pavers and a seat wall. Um, and we kept the concrete slab. But what we would like to do is prep and stain the concrete slab to match the pavers a little bit more Mm. and we didn't know what steps we should take is the concrete slab in decent shape in very good shape yes it's kind of new all right so i mean you know the thing with the staining i mean there is concrete stain that you can buy the issue is um it may not be what what i would I would start with a lighter tone because you can always go darker, okay? okay. And then the yeah. issue is how do you apply it to try and get the consistency? So it has to do with the amount you put down. Do you spray it, roll it, brush it, or all of the above? Uh, because the concrete will absorb the stain differently in certain areas, you know, especially if it's been down before. So there's not like an area. Well, let me think about this. You go to the big boxes or you go to the hardware store or paint store, they'll have concrete stain. Okay. And yeah. is your brick or the block and everything you did um, like a lighter color? What What do you got? Yeah, it's, it's a kind of a light gray and a couple of shades of it. Okay. So go with the lightest gray you can get. And I and how big is this slab? Uh, twenty by twenty, about. Okay. The issue with rolling it on is that the roller, you know, if you put too much and you squeeze it, it's not like you can go back over to blend it. I think the way that you're going to get the most consistent uh, finish on it is you're going to go on your hands and knees. With do you remember what a wallpaper brush looks like? Yes. So you're going to get a couple of those, and you're going to get some knee pads, and you're going to get a bigger bucket, like a five-gallon bucket, with whatever stain you're going to put in there, and put the stain in there, and use that brush to um, wring it out, and you're going to brush an area, and you're going to work that area, and keep coming from one end to the other to kind of blend it all in, and then stand up, look at it, and say, oh, it's a little lighter there, add a little bit more. Because you're going to have more control with a roller. The problem is if you push too hard, right, you you lose yeah. your balance or whatever. You'll squeeze too much in there, and then you'll get lines. One other thing, is your patio smooth, or does it have a texture? 
It's got a light texture. It's got a little bit of friction. Get a couple of those uh, wallpaper brushes, a light color gray. It's one and done, right, when you do it. Once you start and you're happy with it, then keep going. And um, Got it. And then step back, take a look. Every now and then step back, stand up, look at it. Uh, Maybe even what I would say, since it's that big, have a stepladder handy. And when you do like the first third of it, step up on the stepladder and look down at it like a bird's eye view. Because then you can go in and kind of touch it up and then keep going. Okay. Gabish? Okay, that sounds good. And the prep we were going to do was just to power wash it. Just clean it. Just Um, clean it, make sure it's dry before you put it down. Sounds good. All right. All right. Thank you. Good luck. I appreciate you calling this morning. 857-557-4LU. Hey, you know what? Time now to hear from Lindsay about what's new at Builder Supply Outlet. What's ultra-modern, yet also a classic throwback? The freestanding tub. Find a selection in stock at Builder's Supply Outlet. The new it item for today's stylish bathroom and frequent item on many homeowners' wish list. Freestanding tubs maximize space, making your bathroom feel larger and spa-like. Available in various styles and finishes, they're a cinch to install. Complete your upgrade with a new vanity and countertop to go with it. Get it all with one visit to Builder's Supply Outlet. tuned in to Lou Manfredini and House Smarts Radio. He's taking your questions live till 10 right here on 720 WGN. Give me a one-way ticket somewhere I've never been. I'm rock, paper, scissors, and I'm bound to win. You can't shake me. Welcome back. House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. 857-557-4LOU. is our phone number. I'm a fighter, I'm a lover. 857-557-4568. Well, I was just going to say, we had a a caller that was on the line. The call just dropped. Her name was Amelia. And uh, I think that... um, while I'm too, uh, you know, I'm probably past this thing. If I was going to have, uh, uh, if we were, if I, if I could talk Mary Beth into having one more child, you know, there are some names that I would love to name a child, right? And Amelia would be one of them. That's a beautiful name. You just don't hear that name, Amelia. And then I was thinking of other names that I would name children if it wasn't that. I love the name Lucy. And I love the name Mabel, that's a beautiful name. And then I had, uh, you know, I had this beautiful Aunt Rose that uh, I absolutely adored, who passed away a few years ago. And uh, I would name a child Rose. So I think I'm going to talk to Mary Beth and see one more child, just so we could name him a good name, right? Sure, let me know how that goes. I I don't think it's going to work, right? Is this, did we get Amelia back? Yes, Amelia's back. Oh, I don't know if you heard Amelia, but if I had another child, I would name her Amelia. Oh, <laughs> you know, I didn't like the name when I was younger because it was different, but now I do like it. I know. It's beautiful. Well, Amelia, it's lovely oh, to you. speak with you. How may I help you? Thank you so much. First, I want to start off by saying how much I enjoy your show. I've learned so much through oh, the years. That's so nice. Thank you. I'm, ha- I'm happy I can help. 
Um, two questions. Uh, my kitchen floor, uh, there's some areas that I need to have regrouted. However, I don't, I'm not good at that, and I'm wondering if you could give me some advice as to how I could find someone who would be capable of doing that. Is it just like small sections or like larger sections? Uh, small sections, actually. It's close to the island. And you really don't want to try this yourself? Because it's not that mm. hard. <laughs> Come on. I'm not really good. What, co- what, what, what do you mean? You're not really, like, can you get down on your hands and knees? Well, yes, no, 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 I'm, I'm not, I'm not being funny, but I mean, some people, I mean, if you, you, cause you physically have to get down on your hands and knees to do this. So, I mean, is that possible? Yes, I can do that. And yes. more importantly, but don't you have to- wait, wait, and more importantly, can you get back up? <laughs> yes, I could do get, that. Because <laughs> getting down is usually not the problem. It's getting back up. That's the problem. Um, so, uh, what, and what color would you say the grout is now? Uh, um, it's, it's darker, um, maybe sandy color, like a little bit darker than sand. Okay. So here's what, here's what I would do. Can, let me just talk you into this because I think you can do this. <laughs> okay. So you've got an area where, okay, it's loose. You're going to take a little thin screwdriver and a little utility knife and anywhere that it's loose, you're going to scrape it away. Okay. And then okay. take mm-hmm. a chunk of that. When you're going to end up with like one little chunk, go to a floor and tile store, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Floor and decor is a great one. And they will have um, a bunch of different grouts in powder, and you're going to show them this little sample, and you're going to get something close. And you're just going to buy a small container. Now, they they may not have it pre-mixed. You may have to do it in a powder. And then you buy a small little bucket, or maybe you have a bucket, and you mix this up like a little bit thicker consistency than toothpaste. Okay. Okay. Wear some rubber mm-hmm. gloves. They okay. do make a grout float, which is like this rubber, um, uh, you know, like pad. But are are you a baker? Yes. Uh huh. You know what a like a uh, not a spatula, but a what's the thing you like when you're scraping when you're making brownies and you want to get everything out of the bowl into the thing. That little spatula. Oh yeah. What's that called? Yeah, I know what you're referring. Not to. a chafing oh, dish. Gosh. It's uh, I'd ask yeah. Lin- I'd ask Lindsay, but she'd have no idea. Uh, you know, it's a it, a ladle. It's like a ladle, like a little not okay. a, not a ladle. What's it called? That's not what that is. What is that called? Why can't I think um, it's a spatula? This anyway. is so funny because my sister I, I and I just had this conversation, to, yeah. and she said it's a, another form of a spatula. Okay, so get one of those. Scoop it into the in the grout and go back and forth over the top. Take a sponge and wipe it. You're done. Oh, that's it. That easy. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you're going to hire somebody for $500, literally, for oh, them. Gosh. No, and that would be the minimum for them to come and do all, oh, yeah, okay, lady, yeah, it'll be 500 bucks or whatever. And you mm. can do this for 20 Yeah. Maybe okay. 25 Now you've convinced me. That's so simple. Take out what's there and blend it in. So you use the, you use the little spatula scraper thing that we can't come up with the name. What's that called? Mm-hmm. That's driving me crazy. It's not a spatula. I'm going to think of it when I hang up. Yeah, of course. Right. <laughs> um, right. Right. Right after you uh, absquatulate when we're done talking. <laughs> See, I need a button. Anyway, yeah, I think I'm going to try it now. Try that. Okay. Did you have another question? I do. Um, I have a brick fireplace currently. Nothing wrong with it whatsoever. But, of course, I wanted to refer- resurface it because I wanted to update it. 
So someone ref, uh, recommended maybe possibly um, porcelain tiles, floor porcelain tiles. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, to go over the top of it? Yeah. Sure. Why not? You think that's uh, that's okay with the heat of the fireplace and it wouldn't get damaged or anything no, like that? No, not at all. It would look great. Okay. Oh, okay. Very good. Excellent. Well, right. I'm so glad I called. I'm so glad you called, too. And it is a spatula. It is. It's just a spatula. I literally okay. had this exact conversation. <laughs> what? With my sister. Glad, it's ironic. I, I learned. Just, this. See, look at the things that you learn here. You learn about the uh, word of the day. You learn what to call spatulas, called spatulas. And you, what else did we learn today? I don't know. The Dolly Parton's alive. We the do- how to grow the, the Dolly Parton is still living. So there. You take oh, all three. I, I want to give you everyone a takeaway. If I can give you a three takeaways every show, then that's great. So my, I'm, I'm out. Mic drop. Thank you for calling, Amelia, with your beautiful name. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye, Lou. 831 in the morning. Hey, when we come back, we're going to talk about your homeowner's insurance. And maybe it's time for you to get a second opinion and make sure that you're covered and that you have the kind of endorsements that you need. I think that this is something that is important to every now and then review so you don't get caught in a catastrophe and realize you're not covered. But first, let's head into the WGN Radio Newsroom and check in with Don Kleppen. Now back to your handy helper, your Mr. Fix-It, your hardware hero, Lou Manfredini, right here on House Smarts Radio. Come on to my house, my house, I'm gonna give you candy. Welcome back to Come House Smarts Radio, Lou Manfredini here with you. Um, I want to spend a little time this morning talking about your homeowner's insurance and uh, you know, a lot of you listening are homeowners, and uh, I would hope that most of you have homeowners insurance, but what do you really know about it? You know, the the, the catalyst of this uh, conversation is, I don't know that I've mentioned this before, maybe I did briefly, but um, we have some very dear friends out in California, uh, excuse me, out in Denver, uh, one of them's from California, but, um, and uh, when that terrible fire a year and a half ago went through Colorado, they were one of the people of the over 1,000 homes that were lost, and they lost their home. And it was like the home just vanished. Now, thankfully, no one was hurt. Um, it was just stuff. But our friends got like a complete tutorial in all the little fine print and things that are in a homeowner's policy that you don't know about. And uh, I think it's a good idea to kind of understand a little bit about that. Now, I'm not an insurance expert, but I'm a homeowner just like you, and uh, I have homeowner's insurance. So we wanted to turn to someone that has a lot of experience in this uh, arena. Joining me on the phone line is Dan Brown, who's the owner and president of the Forest Insurance Agency in Forest Park, Illinois. Uh, Dan, good morning, and welcome to House Smarts Radio. Uh, Good morning, Lou. Thank you. Um, So, Tell me a little bit about your agency and, and what kind of uh, insurance uh, you know brokerage do you do there. Okay. We are an actual insurance agency, which means we have direct uh, contracts with our insurance companies. Um, we have 15 people that work here, been in business since 1957. Um, we're one of the largest personal insurance agencies in the state of Illinois. Oh, wow. We do a lot of personal insurance. So... We're very familiar with the marketplace. Yeah. Um, we tend to deal more with companies that offer value-added coverage. 
gives more give more coverage, which means they pay more claims. Got it. So we're we're not necessarily uh, our goal isn't to be the cheapest in premium. Our goal is to be the best in coverage. Um, quite often we are the cheapest in premium, but it's it's all about the coverage and shopping the right coverage. Well, I mean, and, and you know, you you bring up such a an important part of it, right? The the fact is, I think that, you know, homeowner's insurance, we're talking specifically about that, is one of those things going, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's that expensive. How do I make it cheaper? But then, you know, insurance companies make claims, right? Things happen, a fire, God forbid, or, or a, a, a bad storm or something like that, and you want to make sure that the coverage that you have is, is the right one. So uh, let me start there. Um, if you have someone that comes to you and says, "Dan, I'm, I'm, you know, moving into a new house and I'd like to get coverage," is there a, a starting point that your agency will kind of lay out, sort of a, um, you know, I guess basically like a floor plan of of what the insurance should look like? Our process here at our office is to generally, it's a rare person that comes to us that just bought a new home, hasn't had insurance before. Sure. But if they're there, we, 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 we make our coverage recommendations. Um, generally, we, we uh, compare what they have with what we recommend right? and uh, show the coverage side by side. Um, and, but for the, the new person or the person who's had insurance for a long time, there are fundamental truths about homeowners policies and that there's uh, forms one, two, three, and five for people who own physical homes and live in them. Okay. Um, and our levels of coverage go up from one to five, and they get the most coverage with five and the least coverage with one. Right. And the, the premiums are the least expensive with Form 1, which not many companies offer. Right. A lot of companies these days only offer Form 3 or Form 5 um, because they just don't want to bother. The, the minute someone buys a, a lower-end policy, there's trouble... At claim time. I see. Why wasn't this covered? I don't know. So that's why we as an agency and a lot of our insurance companies only offer Forms 3 or 5, which are the better forms. But the, the homeowner Form 1 might become popular again with the price of insurance. Right. Um, but that only covers 10 perils. Um, you know, you basically, you got fire, theft, and hail on that Form 1. And after that, it's some seven other little coverages, and then that's it. Well, and you know, my I have a daughter, uh, Mallory, who lives down in New Orleans, and um, you know, she she's a renter currently, but you know, she and I talk about the fact that you know, in those areas where hurricanes, or I know out in California, there's a lot of insurance companies that are pulling out. Right, they're just not going to cover it anymore right. because and in of and in Florida because of all the claims, and so. You know, here in the Midwest, obviously, we have, you know, the risk of tornado. We certainly have the risk of hail. But um, I, you talk about those forms and where they have the coverages. But then are there specific riders, in particular, if we're talking about the Midwest and maybe even the Chicagoland area, you know, things that people should consider as an add-on based on where we live? Yes, um, depending on the form and the company, but some coverages I like, um, unlimited replacement cost on the house. Um, I want to see that coverage added on if it's not already given, which they often often refer to as guaranteed replacement cost. Um, 
tricky because some companies say guaranteed extra, which only gives you 25% extra. Right. But other companies give unlimited extra. So even if it costs 200% more, they pay the claim. So in so, it, so in in, uh, in in that scenario, if you had a total loss of the house, say right. say a fire, then if that right. policy's written the right way, whatever it costs to replace it, we're gonna we're gonna pay. That is correct. Yeah, that is correct. And I mean something no like that, what. and something like that, Dan. I mean, is it a crazy add-on in a, in a in a? I mean, it seems to me that a typical homeowner's policy, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. You know, you're spending somewhere between two and three thousand dollars a year. Does that sound about right? Correct, depending on the value. Right, depending on the value. Right, right. and so when you say that rider, the total replacement, right, is that another three hundred bucks or five hundred bucks? Well, for the companies that offer it as a rider, yeah, I could see two or three hundred dollars. Right. Other right. companies just include it, but you're paying more for the overall policy. Right. So, you know, probably the same thing. Right. Right. Um, a big thing around here, obviously, is our basements flooding. And I know for a lot of insurance agencies, or, or companies rather, uh, they just don't cover that. But then there's like a separate rider that you can buy to at least cover some of it, right? Correct. So that's available. By, so it's included in some policies. It's available by rider with other um, uh, insurance companies. Right. And you do choose the level. And some have the maximum limits they offer. And some are very limited in their coverage in that water and sewer backup, some of the major companies. So you have to be careful. The agent has to kind of guide you to say, sure, they're giving you 10000 of coverage, but number one, it's usually not enough. And number two, the limitations they put on it in the wording aren't that broad. So, but we recommend it, and um, especially if you've got a finished basement, it's unbelievable how much things are. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's probably the the hardest thing, right, Dan, is that people just don't understand how expensive everything is and how quickly, you know, even if it's an additional, you know, $10,000 rider or something like that, you can get to $10,000 in a heartbeat. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, correct. And you know, the other problem in in the industry, so the insurance industry's been going through a time of auto repair inflation, and property repair inflation. Mm. And that's why the rates are going up so fast. But you, So if you think you have the attitude, well, I can just shop around my damage to my house and you know have the um, contractors bidding for it, they're not that many contractors anymore. Yeah. They want to bid. Yeah. And when they find out insurance is involved, they're not going to bid low. Yeah. So... Uh, you're right, and 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 it's just a it is sort of a wake up call for a lot of people as to the replacement and how much it costs, and you know, and then and then it's scary. It, it's scary, and then the other thing too, I always get worried about. You know, you mentioned earlier about hail. You know, there's a hailstorm, and all of a sudden you got people knocking on the door. Hey, we're going to replace your roof, and we'll work with the insurance companies. Yeah. And you know, I mean, that just to me is uh, is scary for people because it seems like it's a great way to be taken advantage of, and you know, then. You know, maybe the insurance doesn't cover whatever. Uh, okay, so we we talk about getting the right coverage and and paying the right amount. But are there ways to kind of have the best of both worlds? Like, in other words, can a homeowner save some money? I mean, we we see the you know the TV ads all the time about bundling, right? And you can save money. I mean, mm-hmm. is that true even with the companies that you deal with as well? It it is true. The more 
some insurance companies now won't even insure you anymore unless you do bundle. So, hmm. and there's some of the better insurance companies. Sometimes, and you do get a discount, sometimes the 20% on a house and on cars. So, it's the big thing, and they do it because two reasons. One, they tend to have better claim experience with those bundled accounts. It just stays on the books longer. Yeah. Right. Better retention. Right. So, well, well I, lo- I love the fact that you you know you're a personal agency uh, there in Forest Park. Uh, before we started uh, chatting, I mentioned to you years ago uh, the headquarters of Jakubowski Manfredini Construction were right down the road in Forest Park. So I spent a lot of time <laughs> driving to and from Forest Park. It's a great, great community. Um, if people wanted some help and wanted to contact you or your agency to, you know, maybe get a review, because I think that's important too, right? Understanding the coverage and see if you have the right coverage and just maybe having someone with some experience kind of talk them through that. How would people get a hold of you? Go to our website, forestagency.com or forestinsured.com, and you'll get all the details. We generally ask people to send us their policies so we can read them and give an intelligent view on the coverages they're getting. And then we can, with that and a few questions answered, we can shop amongst 10 different companies, depending on the circumstances. It's, it's very difficult now because the underwriting is so tight. Uh, Travelers Insurance Company, for example, they only want to write homes with roofs less than 10 years old. Hmm. For, not, for now, they might, they might change that going down the road, but that's how bad things are. They want the only better risk because insurance companies today are losing money on homeowners insurance. Right. So they, until they get their rates in line and their their losses down, every time they put a new piece of business on the books, it's hard to make money on it. Right. That's why it's just not a, a buyer's market anymore for insurance. Right. Personal insurance. It's right. it's it's difficult. Yeah, no, that's good insight. That's great insight actually. Dan Brown is the owner and president of Forest Insurance Agency in Forest Park. If you'd like to Contact them to maybe get a review of your insurance. Uh, just go to forestagency.com. Dan, it was a pleasure to speak with you. I appreciate you taking the time this morning. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks. You too, Lou. You're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Our phone number is 857-557-4LOU, 857-557-4568. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. You're listening to Lou Manfredini. Good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. I could think of a million things to ask you, but I'm going to limit it to one thing today. All he wants to do is help. So teak oil, don't use it. Go to Penifin, use their product, and I'll get a nice result. And help you feel good. It's going to look great. And you're going to look great. Thank you. (laughs) And maybe even look good. That's the most important thing. Right. It's always better to look good than to feel good. Remember that. Now back to Lou on House Smarts Radio. Watch the... Woke up this morning feeling fine. Wait. Never. I was going to say something about the coffee you spilled on your shirt, but I'm not going to say it now. Welcome back. Great. Thanks for sharing that with the... Uh, 857 You went to an event with your girls. And um, you, there was a 30-minute period where I talked to about 25, 30 people, completely oblivious to the fact that I had spilled uh, what looked like an entire cup of coffee down the front, down of, the front of your shirt. shirt. 
or as I would say, your blouse. 857 uh, Your white blouse, right. Uh, 857-557-4568. This is uh, Jill in Wakanda. Hi, Jill. You're on House Smarts Radio. Hi. Good morning. Morning. Oh, easy, Cujo. I have a, I have a den in 2013. I installed a closet system through a company. Okay. And I had a desk and countertop and Murphy bed system put in. Nice. White melamine laminate. And now the trim of all of the cabinet boxes, not the doors, but all of the trim is turning yellow. The company claims it's cosmetic. I'm claiming it's a material defect. This is an interior room, very, very little sun exposure, no heat, no oil, no cooking. It's a den and an extra bedroom, essentially. I want to know... Uh, what I should do in regards with the company, they're not taking any responsibility. This is what made this wait, 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 hold on, hold on. What year was this? 2013. Hmm. Well, and what was the warranty? It's a lifetime warranty. Oh, it was it's lifetime warranty. Wow. But what made it turn yellow? And can I paint it or bleach it? <sighs> yeah. They say it's cosmetic. The only thing I can figure. They're, I'm saying it's, they're saying it's cosmetic. But, I'm but, but, it's a but, wait, but wait, cosmetic meaning what? What does that mean? Like, what is the word? Well, what okay. is, hold on, hold on, hold on a second, Jill, just so we're on, we're talking the same thing. Lifetime warranty covers what? Do they, ex- in other words, if they're saying the word cosmetic, are they saying that this, that's why it's not under warranty or is it? Is it only for material failure? I have the warranty in front of me. Um, We are happy to warrant that your closet or other storage device shall be free from substantial defects in materials or workmanship with with the exceptions of what's listed below. It doesn't cover defects that are not substantial, i.e. cosmetic. So is it? It's not yellowing everywhere. It's just yellowing on the edges. And anywhere there's a trim piece along the cabinet box itself, it's turning yellow there. Not the doors, the cabinet doors, but everything else is turning yellow. Hmm. And is it where the yellow is? Is it right as a seam where the melamine meets? No, it's the entire piece of melamine. Hmm. The only thing I can figure is that maybe the glue that was used behind the melamine was brown and it has leached through the laminate over yeah, that's, time. Yeah, that's what that's what I that's where I was going with the melamine or its pre- but I mean, you know, it's funny this is the second week in a row where we've gotten into a warranty question. I just don't I don't know. Um in other words, with the warranty, if they're claiming cosmetic, and we go back to 2013, I don't know what you're going to do. You're going to fight with these guys forever. Can you paint it? Sure, you can paint anything. Just lightly sand it. Get an 100% acrylic okay. white, okay, like a bright white, like a little quart, and use a foam brush to paint it. But you're going to need to rough up that surface a little bit. Use a self-priming okay. primer. Or actually, what I want you to use, buy a quart of a, of a bonding primer called Styx, 
S-T-I-X. Use that first. Rough up the okay. surface. Use that. Then use a bright white paint over the top of that to get you the color to match and just do it all. Oh, my gosh, I am so far behind. Uh, the news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're tuned in to Lou. I did some research on a tankless water heater. I was told that there's a minimum water pressure. If you've got a question, now's the time to call. And I may not have enough pressure. I was wondering if there is a pressure device that I can check the pressure myself. No pressure. Look at me, I'm like a scientist. Now back to Lou Manfredini. Fire up the Bunsen burner and get to work. And House Smarts Radio. Man, water pressure is like the best thing, right? Like modern plumbing. Right, modern plumbing. No, but I mean, it is... Now, do you have a... I think we've talked about this. Are you... Uh, Don, I'm going to go out on a limb saying, Don, you're... You like the more gentle shower, right? Um, no, huh? I I like uh, I like higher pressure a little like, bit, like blasting you across the shower. No, 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 definitely no. mid mid grade for sure. Andy, yeah, I'd have to go medium as well. Yeah, see, we're Andy and I are more you know we're gentle. Yep, Lindsay, Lindsay, you like the high pressure? I do. Mm. I yeah. just Gretchen likes higher pressure too. <laughs> what are you saying about the lot of hair? How come you're looking at me when you're saying that? Mm-hmm. Did we talk about the hair on that Cubs player this morning? What was his name? Yes. Dansby Swanson. Wow. Yeah. You got to look him up. He's really got, evidently, Lindsay, he's got a lot of money. He's younger than you, and he's got great hair. <laughs> a lot of hair. You've, right. got a, I've gotten, you've gotten some text messages that agree with you on that. About his hair? Yeah. Run my fingers through yeah, it. Yeah, it's not long he, like those like those Philadelphia Philly guys that have the the long stringy. This, this looks, no, no, no. It's like this a really great nice out of the back of the Like cap, He took yeah. his hat off. I'm like, wow, how does his hair still look so good? I mean, he's wearing a hat all the time. Yeah. Right. I'm surprised you didn't ask him. I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I was close enough to ask him, <laughs> but I wanted to stay in the game, right? And then here's the, here's the cutest thing that happened. Okay? So, no, no, no. This is great. What's the wisdom kid's name? Patrick. Okay. So, he hasn't played that much, right? Uh, he's in and out a lot. Of- right. He's not hitting that well. He's hitting so, home runs, but not hitting anything else. <laughs> okay, so there's this little boy. This is before the game. There's this little boy sitting behind us. And and he's going, wisdom, wisdom. And I go, oh. I said to my buddy Joe, I go, what's up? with I thought Patrick Wisdom, I go, I thought they love that guy. I thought he plays all the time. He's, like, oh, he's, not, he's not hitting that well. Joe's big. He's not hitting that well. He's probably not going to be a cup for much longer. I'm like, oh, that's too bad. And the little boy goes, wisdom, you're my favorite player. And he turns around and he kind of, you know, gives a little tip to the kid and he's all excited, right? And this is before the game. And, mm-hmm. they, you know, all the players are talking and, you know, I'm admiring this other guy's hair. And, um, and so, uh, and then at one point, it's before the game, he turns around. And, you know, now there's all this netting right in front of the, yeah. uh, the dugout, you know, so you don't get hit by the ball. So, I mean, right. but there's a fair amount of space. He leans over, he lifts up the netting. And he rolls me, he looks at me, and he kind of, whiz, he, with his eyes, like, give the ball to the kid. And he rolls the ball to me, and I hand the ball to the kid. Nice. Oh. Now, this kid's out of his mind. My favorite player. And rolls the kid a ball. And I say to Joe, I go, 
what do you say about the guy now? He goes, I hope he's on the team forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, think about how sweet that is for that little boy. Boy, he's probably like eight. Yeah. Lifetime you're my memory. my favorite player. And yeah. I go, and he rolls him the ball. I go, you're my favorite player. <laughs> That's awesome. Such well, a great now he's my favorite player. Uh, is that so sweet? Yeah. Patrick yeah. Wisdom, good job. Right on, man. Right? Good That's on you. Like, yes. That whole, like, I don't want to be a role model. Yeah, you do. What's wrong with that? That's good. Yeah, lean in. And then he hit a home run that night. Oh, Even better. Just what Andy even said. He hit a home run. Even better. Yeah. Let's keep it up. And then when he came back, and then the kid yelled at him, you hit a home run. That's so great. And he turned around and looked at the kid again. It was so sweet. That's awesome. Yeah. Lifetime That kid probably made his night, too. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. But the best line was (laughs) from my wife. I just wish I knew where we were sitting because I would have worn a cuter outfit. <laughs> when that one man stopped her and said, nice dress. Nice dress. Uh, right. right. Exactly. Right. All the cute players. Right. Exactly. exactly. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is our phone number. We're also going to do our Just Text Me segment uh, coming up a little bit later on. Let's go back to the phone lines here. Is this line two? Is this Kathy? Is that who's on line two? Uh, this is Kathy in uh, Hoffman Estates. Hi, Kathy. You're on House Merch Radio. Here we go. Three, two, one. Kathy? Yes. Hi, good morning. Hi, good morning to you, Lou. So um, I live in a townhouse, and I am trying myself to replace. I have a light switch upstairs, and then I can go downstairs and shut off the light. I have the old-fashioned up-and-down thing. A three-way. Is that okay? Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of YouTubes, a lot. I really think I can do this myself. However, um, I'm standing in front of the wires, which I pulled out. I, I'm not touching it. I know you have to shut off the, all the electricity or whatever. But um, my wires, my three-way, the new one, doesn't match what's in my wall. Right. Like there are two more screws on the left side than the one I have currently. Okay, so I am always, I listen to me, I love okay. that you want to do this, but I am so yeah. nervous about giving you any electrical advice because there's a risk that you could shock yourself or cause a fire. Oh. Okay. But here's, what right. I, but here's what I will tell you. Mm-hmm. A three-way, which is kind of funny because it's two switches, but that's not how it works. Yeah, thank you for clearing that up. Okay. <laughs> but that's what it's called. Um, yeah. There is a there is a hot wire, a neutral, and a travel wire. Mm-hmm. So most of the new switches on a three way have two terminals on one side. Yes, and then one terminal on the other. No, this one has two on on. It, the terminals are the screws, correct? Correct. I this one is a three way. Maybe it's not. Well, let's wait, 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 wait. The new switch only has two terminals. No, the new switch has four. Okay, so that's on a- the left side. It's a, it's a green one at the top and a gold at the bottom. Yeah. And when I turn it to the right, I have a gold at the top and the black at the bottom. Okay, so the green is the ground. So Got it, it. it's only three. So okay. so now your how old is your townhouse? Uh, Kathy? Oh, I've been, I've been here, uh, I think it's like 45 years old. Okay. And you have a metal, the, 
the 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 when you take this all out, you see metal. The boxes are metal. Um, well, the the boxes fire in, yes. But it's metal. So you probably yeah. don't have a ground wire. So that three-way switch is if somebody had, if they lived in a place, I'm giving you too much information here, but if it was Romex, um, oh, yeah. if it was Romex, have do you'd have, a, gr- <laughs> you'd have a, a, a green wire that would be the ground. Because you have metal, the system's bonded. When you connect it to the metal, that's a ground. So you have three terminals, the two on the one side and the one on the other. Correct. Depending on the colors of the wire, one of those two terminal sides, more than likely, is the travel wire. But you need to know that. I okay. I don't want you to I don't want you to do this. I want you to call. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I want, Thank you. I, want, I really. I want you to call Arnold Electric Services. Okay. 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 Great. Go to ArnoldElectricChicago.com. Okay. And have them come yeah, out. Have them come. Out. Even, I, I love that you want to do this yourself, but I don't want you to do this yourself. Okay, I, I'm pretty handy, and you know, you w- watch all these um, TikTok, YouTube, and they make it sound so easy. But the colors of the wires aren't even what they're telling me they correct, should be. So I, I will call them. Thank you so much for relieving my mind. All right, enjoy. <laughs> I appreciate you calling, and I love that you want to try and do this stuff yourself. All right, you're listening to House Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Chicago. lady loves Lou. And I've been listening to you forever. I love you, love you. This guy, he loves Lou too. I don't think I've missed a show except for when I was out of town. Yep, another lover. Good morning. I love your show. I look forward to it every Saturday. But hey, that's not what this rejoin is about. We're not trying to oversell Lou. I'm just doing like a public service announcement. You got a lot of love today. I'm. This is really good for my ego. <laughs> so now you decide for yourself. Back to your host, Lou Manfredini on House Smarts Radio. What's love I love you, people. Thank you for listening every Saturday morning. I appreciate you. Lindsay appreciates you. Don does. Andy does. Bob Ferguson does. All of us at WGN Radio. 857-557-4LU. 857-554-5568. This is Barbara in Tinley Park. Hi, Barbara. You're on House Smarts Radio. Oh, thank you, Lou, for taking my call. Uh, this this spring, every year uh, in the winter, I unplug, uh, unscrew my hose from my outlet, and I cover it up for the winter so if the water doesn't freeze it, the spigot. Yep. This summer, when I put my hose back on it and I started the water to go, you know, flowers and all that, uh, it sputters like there's air in the hose, and that's, that goes on for a while. And then all of a sudden, my sump pump, gushes out i don't know what the problem is all of a sudden your sump pump gushes out yep it happens all the time and the water pressure from the hose from the spigot is not like it should be okay so where this spigot is in the house if i'm in the house where is that it's in the basement Right, right, right. But, like, is that a finished part of the basement or an unfinished part? No, it's unfinished. Okay. And, so there's, and I keep looking, and there's no water on the walls. I don't see any seepage. Okay, so if I, I go down if I, if I go down to the basement, I can see that yes. pipe going out the wall. 
Yes. And when you turn the hose on, there's no water leaking? No. Not inside. Nope. And is the sump pump right there, too? The sump pump is right there. The um, spigot and the sump pump uh, is about three inches apart, maybe four. Okay. Um, Are you home now? Yes, I am. Okay. I, I want you to... I want you to go outside and turn the hose on. Yes. And then I want you to come okay. back and then I want you to come back inside while the hose is on, you know, pull it away from the house so it's, you know, watering yes. a tree or yes. something. Then I want you to go right. downstairs while it's running and look up there and tell me if you see any water. Okay. I got it's a two-story house so I am running outside right now. Okay, hold on a second. I'm going to I'm going to put I'm going to I'm going to put you on hold. And then after news, I'm going to come back okay. to you. Okay. All right. So don't go. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to put you. Let's see. How do I do this? Uh-oh. I'm going to park you here. I'm going to put you there. I'm going to put you on two, and that's where she'll be. And we're going to come back to her after news to check out what's going on. All right. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight is our phone number. We'll do our just text me segment. Uh, coming up in just a little bit, too. So if you want to send some text messages in, but we'll also take your phone calls. We have a half hour left of House Smarts Radio, so don't go away. We'll do this report of WGN Radio News with Don Kleppen. Okay, before we before we went to uh, the break, I had Barbara go turn on her garden hose and see. What, what do you got, Barbara? Yeah, I went in the basement, and there is water coming down on the wall. Right into the sump pump, which is why it goes off. Look at us. We're like Inspector, yes. we're like Inspector Clouseau. <sighs> Does your dog bite? I just need to... Does your dog Pardon? bite? Does Did you ever watch the Inspector Clouseau? No. Does your dog bite? No. no. my dog does not bite. I don't have a dog. I got cats. They All scratch. Right. That's a whole funny little thing. Anyway, the issue is whatever you did, you didn't do it well enough. Because in a frost-proof uh, silcock, what it's called... The valve is on the inside, which is why it's not leaking when it's off. But when you turn it on, from the valve to the spout, that pipe is broken. You need a plumber to come out and replace the frost-proof silcock, and then you won't have a problem. Oh, the the frost-proof what? The hose bib is also called a silcock. That whole hose bib, that frost-proof hose bib has to be cut out okay. and a new one installed by a plumber. Okay. Is there someone you can recommend? I tried calling Mega Pros. They don't come out this way. Try Center Guard Plumbing. Center Guard Plumbing. Center Guard Plumbing. I don't know that they come all the way to Tinley Park, but they're not barbers. they got to go to the work. So what I would do is take a couple of pictures oh. of it, and you can text it to them, and they can give you a price via the text. Okay. Okay. But don't well, you don't you. you don't use that until you get it fixed, all right? We'll be right back. And we call it a phone, but we don't really use it much as a phone, do we? No, we don't. Time for just text me. What's a talk? Oh my god, I gotta talk. Talking is work. You gotta make facial expressions, you gotta suck air in, you, you gotta, gotta blow, blow it out. Welcome back. Our just text me segment. It would just be so smart for an insurance company to sponsor the Just Text Me segment. Just text Lou. Just not when you're driving. 
brought to you by Allstate, the good hands people. Use your hands to text Lou on the Just Text Me segment. See what I mean? But now when you're driving, you're in good hands. Yep, good one. Right? I mean, I don't know what else. Is this thing on? Good hands, right? Hey, nice hands. Or, (laughs) Or could it be you're in good... Hey, thanks for being on Just Text Me. Brought to you by the good hands people at Allstate. Here's a free manicure. Right? Ooh, that, I love it. Right? Nailed it. Nailed it. See? Next in style. Nailed, nailed it. See what you did there? I did. Manicure. Nails. I mean, it's a whole... Okay. Do you have some text messages? I do. <laughs> um, Christine, she says she's lo- she'd love a manicure. Um, she See? says we have a linoleum... Never kitchen. have I gotten a manicure. You have Ever. That doesn't surprise me. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. I feel like maybe it's because we've talked about it and I know that you just don't. Or a pedicure, I know you won't have. Mm. For sure. Mm-mm. But the manicure, maybe I could see that. Mm. No. I don't know why. And... I know a lot of men that do it. I just, I, I don't know. You will. You think so? Yep. Hmm. I I'll tell you what. Now. Here's the thing. If Allstate becomes a sponsor of the Just Text Me segment and we give out manicures, I'll get Heck one. Yeah. How's right. that? Um, Christine said, uh, we have a linoleum kitchen floor and I used a steam cleaner on it. Now when you walk on it, it's sticky and it squeaks when you walk. All uh, I used was steam help. Yeah. Hmm. Linoleum is a uh, renewable surface. I don't know why you're getting the stickiness. It probably has opened up some of the um, aggregate that's in there. And so what I would do, let's think about this. Sticky. If it's everywhere, if we can go to one spot that's kind of inconspicuous, let's try a cleaner like Goo Gone, which is an, uh, they make an adhesive remover, but it's a citrus-based cleaner. Spray a little bit on there, let it sit there for a little bit, and then use a, um, not a super aggressive um, scrubber, but like a plastic scrubbing pad in a circular motion, not with a lot of pressure, but just a little bit to work it in, and then wipe it with a clean rag. If you notice, it, well, the, so here's the thing. When you do that, the residue might be a little slippery. So then use a clean, damp rag to wipe that up and see if the stickiness goes away. If you're successful, try that on the rest of the floor. Uh, and that should work. Those steam cleaners, I get it. I just don't know that they're the best choice for a lot of flooring because the hot concentrated steam, in particular, they show a lot of these used on wood floors. I just don't think that that's a smart idea because the wood can absorb that steam and then you can get curling. And, um, you know, I suppose on like a luxury vinyl floor that's 100% waterproof, it can work. And if you're really, a lot of people are very particular about how they clean their floors and what they clean their floors with. Do you, do you Lindsay, what do you, what do you have in your house? Is it hardwood or is it laminate? What do you have? Hardwood. And how, what do you use to clean it? Um, the Murphy's. Murphy's. Yeah. You not listen to the show? I am. Yeah. Okay. Next one. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, now you must me up. Apparently, um, your boy, Dan Dansby, was on the cover. The great Dansby. Yeah, did you see that? You just sent it to me. Oh, yeah. 
He's on the cover of the Sometimes this morning. Today? Yeah. Look at that head of hair. I know. The handsome fella. It's like we're psychic on this show, I'm yeah, telling you. There's right. something here. Um, okay, Kim in Lake in the Hills says, I have a question about what I can use on my oak kitchen table to protect it from heat, water, etc. I don't like the glass on it, so I'd like to use it without the glass. Thanks. Well, I mean, the thing is, if it's a, a finished um, table, then you just have to use, like, placemats. Or, um, you know, if you're going to use it for entertaining, then, you know... Back when we were first getting married, the way we knew that we were adults is that we bought table pads. Probably nobody buys table pads anymore. And so on our dining room table, when we entertain, we put the table pads down and then we put a, a um, you know tablecloth over the top of that. But if you're going to use the wood at any time, you just need placemats. Go buy a nice set of cute placemats and leave them on the table and you can switch them out so it looks nice and colorful and you know, buy several sets of them and change them out every now and then. And then you have at least a place to put the hot stuff on there that separates from the wood and uh, should work. One more or no? Not working? Yes. yes I can no, take I a call. Hung up on, I know, I just hung up on somebody. Oh. Tell um, Linda. Linda. Linda Melton, call, call back. Call back, Linda. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, that was Lindsay. All right. Um, Lou, can you tell me how to clean and restore gas stove top cast iron grates? Okay, um, you know, the thing with cast iron is that you can, I don't know that you're going to restore them because the color uh, changes quite a bit, you know, just because of the, it, it becomes more porous. It's not as clean and, um, you know, they, they do put a little bit of a finish on it when they're brand new. But I would carefully put them in a sink, depending on what the sink is, and maybe put something down there like a cutting board so you don't scratch it. Put the things over the top of that warm water, get them wet, and then use something like Barkeeper's Friend and a Chore Boy copper scrubber and just kind of by hand, maybe wear some gloves because you're going to get kind of dirty, and um, scrub it really well and rinse them, and that's as good as they're going to get. And it's a way to kind of at least refresh them and clean them up, but you may not get the same kind of finish that you did before. All right, Linda, hang on a second. It's 9.45 in the morning. Uh, we're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studios. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Getting ready to tackle those home improvement projects on your own? Do I need to fan that out a little bit and then put some mud over it, or what's the best way to do that? You can do it. Give it a shot. How good are you at doing mud work, John? And if you need any help, Lou's here to walk you through it. Um, well, I'm, I'm about to find out. Now back to Lou Manfredini <laughs> and House Smarts Radio. Welcome back. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. This is Linda in Elgin. Hi, Linda. Hi, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Okay, I, I need a man. All right. <laughs> okay. I have a Weber. I'm your guy. What can I do for you, Linda? I'm right here. Let me dust myself off and. I'm chewing on I'm chewing on some beef jerky and I got a screwdriver in my back pocket. How can I help you? Okay. <laughs> I have a Weber Spirit Grill. And I it's probably 10 years old, but it's my baby and I keep it in very good condition. 
And two years ago, I replaced the flavor bars and all that, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So now this year, I go to light it. And I'm wondering if you could tell me if this sounds like an ignition problem or um, a regulator problem. I, I go to light the first burner. Sometimes it will light and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it'll light and sometimes it'll go right out. Sometimes after like mm, five, six, seven seconds, it will jump to light the second burner and sometimes the third burner, but I can't guarantee that. And I have cleaned it. I have taken a toothpick and cleaned the holes. Mm. I've taken a can of air and blown on them. And and I have a new propane tank. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me ask you this. On your 10-year-old spirit, is it an electronic ignition where you put like a little AA battery in it and it goes click, 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 click? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. So here's the dirty little secret about your Spirit Weber grill. Your 10-year-old, if it's 10 years old, it has a lifetime warranty. Honest? Uh-huh. The new Webers, the past few years, probably like last five years, they now have a 10-year warranty. And if you contacted Weber and you told them this, they would probably send you the part. Now, you need the model number. Okay. Okay. And they're, yeah. very, they're very good about this. Based on how you're telling me, what you're telling me, it sounds like it's a regulator issue. Okay. And if, I mean, if the burners are clean, you know, the flavorizer bars don't really mention that, that doesn't have anything to do with the lighting of it. Is it a three, is it, is it a two burner spirit or a three burner? Three burner. Yeah. And, um, and that igniter should, it ignites one first and then you turn the other two on and then it lights, correct? Exactly. Exactly. Right. So with that inconsistency there, um, you know, there's not only a regulator bar, but then there's a, a distribution pipe that uh, goes, you know, to each one of those burners. That could have, if that has a little pinhole in it or something on a 10-year-old grill, that could be a problem where it venturis some air into it, which could be a problem when it goes to light it. But if you contact Weber directly, they may send you the parts for free. Okay. Hmm. Now, how do I find a person to put it in? I had a handyman come out to take a look. And right. He, yeah, and I ended up paying for nothing because he did nothing. Well, because he didn't know. So you know? what Weber does um, is they use dealers. Um, what? So you know, we, my wife and I, own two hardware stores, two Ace Hardware stores. Full disclosure. And um, we do Weber service. Now, typically, that is when someone, let's say someone buys a brand new grill and, uh, you know, there's a problem, you know, it's a it's a working thing. Stuff breaks, you know, and so they will, you know, they'll contact us and, uh, you know, hey, I bought this grill last year and, you know, this thing isn't working. We'll get the part from Weber. They will send it to us. We will go out and swap it out or fix it. And then Weber actually pays us to do that. Okay. So I would start with... I call- uh, now, now, here's the thing. You say it's 10 years, okay? Maybe it's yeah. younger than that. Maybe it only has a 10-year warranty. It's not one of the lifetime. 
get the model number, start by contacting Weber first, and then then exa- okay. and say to them, okay, I need these parts. Who am I going to get to do that? Oh, where do you live? Elgin. Oh, well, we'll get to, you know, we'll get the Laskowski's ace to, um, uh, you Ziegler. know, yeah. Ziegler up by yeah. you, right? Ziegler ace to, to come yeah. out and do that, yeah. you know, because they're, they're probably a Weber dealer too. But start with them and and see what they can do. Okay, because I did call Ace Handyman. Right. And I, I have to have a diagnosis of what's wrong. They will not come out and say, oh, you need Right, to right, 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 right. That's not right. right. Yeah, yeah. I think that okay. it, exactly what you just described to me, Weber will say, you know what? Uh, Linda, we're going to send you all new parts for it, and we'll and we'll have a dealer come out and do it all. Because if the old grills had a oh. lifetime warranty that nobody really knew about, now they're all ten year warranties. Okay. Wow. Oh, Lou, you are the man. Ooh, thank you so very much. <laughs> all right, I'm going to chew. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish my brief jerky, and I'm going to pick up my screwdriver. I dropped it on the ground. <laughs> Thank you so very much. Thank Have you. a lovely Thank day. I appreciate you calling this morning. Hey, by the way, that's going to be our last call today, sponsored by Mitsubishi Electric. If you're heating and cooling your home, Mitsubishi Electric is the last call you need to make. 857-5574-LOU is our phone number. Uh, that is our last call. But you can always text us if you have other questions. And um, remember, too, to subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TV. We post all of our Noodle twos up there. Uh, we're updating a lot of videos there. It's a great place to start your search if you're doing any kind of home improvement. And um, <laughs> my daughter, Mallory, who's down in New Orleans, moved into a new apartment. And she's like, I'm trying to install a tushy. Uh, you know, it's the bidet, and so the bolts aren't long enough, and so she's FaceTiming me, and so then I'm showing her, no, you need to go get these bolts, and she was super frustrated, and then she went, and she and I was very specific, and she didn't buy the right bolts. She calls me all annoyed, and she's like, now the toilet seat, and I go, well, remember I said you should probably buy a new toilet seat? Great, now I got to do that, and so what did I do? I sent her a link to how to replace a toilet seat from the YouTube page. Oh, I'm sure she that. She's thrilled. <laughs> The news is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Uh, I mean, the show that you don't hear is so good. Disgusting. No, it's good. <laughs> that part. Hey, has the... <laughs> you know, uh, our son Max is in the uh, production of The Adams Family at the Uptown Theater. This is the final weekend. If you're looking for something to do, it is a fabulously funny show. Amazing orchestra. Super proud of Max and the entire cast and crew. And a guy I went to high school with is in it, too, Larry Mason. He's excellent. And uh, so it's the Uptown Theater in Highland Park and a beautiful theater. If you go, bring a sweater because it's freezing in the theater. Thank you so much for listening. So appreciate you joining us every Saturday morning. Uh, big salute to uh, Don Kleppen, Andy Mazur, Bob Ferguson for pushing all the buttons. Lindsay Smithwick, my partner. Thanks so much for producing. We'll be back next week with more House Marks Radio. Have a terrific weekend, everybody.